0: 925-377-STAR. Do you have a plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our Healthy Living Coaches, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, as they engage in energetic exchanges with success birds, bringing you research, innovation, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your business, and personal navigational skills for ultimate achievement. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. The party starts now. Ah!
1: Well, hello, Power Partners, on this post-election day. I think everyone was in for a big surprise, and it's either a party or it's a pity party, whichever (laughs) sign that you're on, but it's a party in some way. Well, welcome to our show. This is Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We're brought to the airwaves under the auspices of Be the Star You Are charity. And I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And uh, we hope to have a very lively, lively discussion today that might help you uh, soothe your heart and also get you going to the stars. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by Giving Assistant. It's going to be Giving Week coming up uh, from 1123 to 1129, where Giving Assistant will double all donations when you shop at any of the uh, you know shop any of your favorite brands there's like 2,000 websites including Home Depot, Etsy's, Macy's you know all the big ones and you just go to givingassistant.org and uh, it's a hashtag be the star you are or just type in be the star you are and it's going to be great so here's the miracle moment mm-hmm. change always comes bearing gifts and this was from Price Pritchett well Our show today, it was going to totally be about uh, bananas and brain Mm -hmm. health, as well as complaining with courage, and it sort of seems very appropriate, because we have been trumped, it is bananas, we are going to have to stretch our brain, and... If we start complaining, we better do it with dignity. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, Heather, before we really get into health matters, well, we're going to talk about the benefits of, of bananas because they are exceptionally healthy for us, providing all kinds of nutrients for every part of our body. Let's talk a little bit about this election, I. First of all, Trump had a 1% chance of even getting the nomination, yet he got it. And then through this entire year, he was so bombastic and so wild and crazy, I I, I personally just never thought that he would get it. I mean, building a wall, you know, sending people away. How about you? Oh my gosh, I am... I am totally in
2: disbelief, Um, but you know what, as we kind of talked about this earlier, there was that, with all the process of things, you know, that first just initial of, oh oh my goodness, because there is this kind of big uncertainty going forward, which I think uh, instantly the nation felt, because right when it was getting closer to Trump, the stock market was starting to go down, and... Um, I think after it's, I mean, it's been less than 24 hours, but I think after kind of everyone has a little bit time of, uh, letting this soak in and knowing, you know, there is no going back now. What's done is done. And, um, we are very much with that American spirit that we have to move forward. I think that's the thing of our country. We we need to keep moving forward. We've spent so much time in this uh, bizarre election. This is and a very election, negative,
1: a really negative election. You know, yeah. um, Our teens did a show yesterday that was about peace and elections, and one of our teen reporters did the history of the of uh, politics and and I mean, and it's been contentious in most uh, in many elections, going all. the Way back to John Adams, so so that's probably nothing new. But the difference is today we have technology, and uh, you're on television constantly. You're you're on the internet. You know, you're, there's tweets and Facebook and all this stuff. And I was just as a positive empowerment coach, I was absolutely shocked of how negative and brutal and name calling this all was. And as you said, it was fascinating last night how the um, stocks dropped like 800 points. And I know that my husband said, boy, in the morning, first thing, we better start buying because, you know, this is going to be a real down market. And the first thing this morning, as soon as he was announced, it just shot up. It closed, market closed really high today. And it's just, you know, who knows? So as you said... We have to embrace change, and let's uh, really pray that this is what we want. I mean, as a, personally, I didn't like either of them. I didn't want Trump, and I didn't want Hillary. I wanted a woman. I've always wanted a woman, but it wasn't Hillary. But, um, you know, now that, um, that Trump is there, we have to make the best of it. It is yeah, you no know,
2: I I was actually supporting Hillary from the beginning in this one um and you know and there is that kind of initial thing it, it I think what's just been so amazing throughout this uh, uh, this whole election is as we said at the beginning is that when tr- it was laughable I mean it was it, when Trump was running it seemed like, you know, who, what, what is this? And then when he was getting more, and moving further along, and it kept just thinking, okay, you know, okay, he's doing better than he thought. And then when he actually won um, to be the re- Republican candidate, I remember, you know, there's first the kind of people taking him back of, oh, my gosh, he's really moving forward. But I think, uh, at least I know a lot of people are saying, God, we must be in that bubble. I, I never uh i just i i'm really in shock. i didn't see that coming and um of him and it being such a close race and I think that's something to think, too, of um, what a good, it, like in sports, you know, something that someone makes a game really good is, you know, right. in the Super Bowl. You know, it's everything leading up to it. You know, in the Super Bowl, what makes the Super Bowl so good is when, you know, the t- the team that was down is coming
1: up and then it's, you know, it's going back and they go into well, overtime and, you know, it's suspenseful. Um, I, I do if, have you know, to say, watching – watching last night, uh, you know, watching the whole thing transpire, it was very, very exciting uh, because it was such a close, you know, a really, really um, close race. And that was truly exciting to watch. But you know what my feeling is, what really did it in, in the last couple weeks and what really helped Trump soar to the top is the whole Obamacare premiums going up on the health insurance? Uh, that I think, really did it. You know you know a couple of weeks ago, people opened their envelopes and they saw how much the premiums are going up. and they're realizing it's not even good. most of the so many of the good insurance companies had pulled out, and now there were you know marginal insurance companies with marginal coverages, and now it was really expensive. And I think that scared people, um, and they really started thinking, "Hey, maybe this isn't so good." And then, of course, all the email stuff with Hillary, and you know, all this stuff that, you know, that had transpired uh, with Benghazi and all of that. I think none of that, none of that, helped Hillary. But it would have been good to have a woman in there, and hopefully, he will appoint many women to his cabinet and hopefully he won't grope them and brag about it.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, it, I That's think, the problem. Uh, again, again, there's, leading up to it, he did, I'm just, in, what, what he was showing in the way, the way he paraded himself, to me, as the leader, the person that we are putting—that uh, none, none of his uh, of his agenda or his attitude, his palm ever appealed to me. I will say, um, last night in his, you know, uh, acceptance thing was probably the humblest I've ever seen him. Uh, but my thing is just kind of moving forward, of hoping that you know this, this is our going to be our president now, and hopefully, as he's continued to surprise us. Uh, hopefully it will be this, by the way, I'm hoping it will be this kind of, you know, maybe bizarre thing that really does bring, uh, you know, the country mm-hmm. together. That well, it's interesting. I have a, I have a, a lot of friends
1: overseas. Thing. I have a lot of friends that live, you know, in other countries, and I think everyone is in shock, and nobody yeah. knows what's going to happen. Uh, one of the sad things, though, for me was, you know, I got an email from um planned parenthood i'm sure you did too because you worked at planned parenthood yeah, yeah. for such a long time as a reproductive health specialist yeah. and i the sad thing is is you know are we are is this new administration of trump and pierce are they really going to defund Planned Parenthood? Are they really going to overturn Roe versus Wade? You know, are they really going to continue assaulting yeah, scary... the dignity of women? That scares me. That's that scary. scares. And, me. and that's that. And you know, and that was actually a really surprising
2: thing um, yesterday. The two, the number one thing under Trump or uh, under Hillary that was being. Uh, as uh, google or whatever people wanted to know um where her stance on abortion was and and for me i think i guess i i don't know i feel california were just very more progressive with that that i just feel um, things uh, healthcare should be between you. It should be you. It should be your own choices what you want to do with your healthcare. But that information should be between you and your doctor, and you should be the person that has a say in it. And it should not be uh, anything that anything from that the, the government. I agree any, with you. Yeah, has any and and anyone else. And so my thing of being. Pro-choice. That means that it is a choice. It means that uh, no one chooses to right. have to terminate. You know, but that is their own choice, and I don't think you know if if uh, if I don't agree with it or if someone else agrees or whatever. The thing is that it shouldn't be anyone else's choice.
1: But and and you know, but the person. I really like the when you say um, pro-choice. I think that people just think uh, many people immediately assume that if you're pro-choice, you're pro-abortion. Yeah, and I think that's the key to the pro-choice. Is, it doesn't really matter whether you believe in it or you would do it yourself. I mean, I know for myself, having had two kids, I probably could never, ever have an abortion, but I would never take that right away from a, a woman because we never know what the reasons are. And so pro-choice doesn't necessarily mean yeah. that you're going to and, be pro, you I know, guess, I think it, Yes, I have go ahead. There are so many reasons, too, you know,
2: that uh, I, I think it's so upsetting in places that have, uh, you know, strict abortion laws, but even... That they restrict even things that involve rape or incest, and and you know, I don't That's want to, to get down going on that road, but that was a big that was a big thing, and, and we know the Bible Belt, the Middle Country ha- feels very strongly um, differently, and uh, yeah, and you know, and, and a big thing, the number one thing voted that people said was the most important to them currently is um, the economy, and I think uh, that people are. Uh, Potentially, are thinking you know that Trump, you know businessman. This could be, uh, this could be a move forward. Um, but also, you know, it's, how is it going to work? You know, there's there's so many. I think right now, so many questions. It's it's that big thing of I. There's so many. I think if you were a Trump supporter, you were planning this from the beginning. But people who were not um, are really kind of blindsided by this. And the thing is again that now there's all these questions we weren't ready for. And, uh, what's done is done. And, and as a country, we can't be sore losers. We know we need to embrace right. this and, and hope for the good things. Uh, there is just, uh, that uncertainty of uh, will this help our nation? Will we become that, that, uh, everyone is heard? And, uh, the great thing about democracy is that, um, the majority always wins, but the minority is heard. And uh yes. the majority. Yes, I was, that's a great I point. I, I, uh, as a California who did actually vote blue was it was it was almost kind of felt uh, like that everything's closing in on you. Seeing um, yesterday when all the states were lighting up, and it's all. And I'm not saying anything. I'm not trying to. No one is purely you know on on one thing, but. I was really amazed of uh how much were you know swung to, to the The red combos. states, yeah, and uh yeah, so. Right, it's a it's gonna be a whole new thing but hopefully hopefully this will be a positive, and that's what we have to think that you know we yeah need,
1: exactly we, we so exactly Well, I've, I've always my votes whenever I vote for anything I don't claim any party I've always just voted for the position and well, for the you candidates tell, you know
2: tell what actually happened to you but this what year, happened but, the but what happened to me like, when I decided I'm I I, feel, I mean, I don't. I'm not. Uh, I'm, I feel that I'm an independent first. I'm nonpartisan. I vote for right. what I believe in. And I did the same thing that I made the mistake a year or two ago. I registered as independent because I felt you know I'm I I'm not just these one things. But
1: yeah, I'm, that's what I did. Independent yeah, and, and an you don't get to vote for anybody in the
2: primaries. That's the yeah, problem. I mean, it's crazy. Unless, I mean, Unless you truly are an independent and, and you do know everything and you are familiar with all the politicians that run with that, you receive this ballot and these things that are like, I've never heard of any of these people on it. Exactly. Um, and yeah, yeah, it was pretty so, funny.
1: Exactly. But in the good news, uh, we've, I think we have, um, well, I'm sure we haven't exhausted the conversation about our new president, but with that note, we're going to wish President Donald Trump a very, yeah, we're going to wish him much success and may he really be um, competent and compassionate and understanding and uh, a person who listens to all sides and Corporally isn't just, you know, for the corporate world, but listens to the little person as well as the big person and helps us with trade deals. And maybe he really will. He's a businessman. So perhaps he'll be able to negotiate much better than a politician. It is kind of fun not to have a politician. Um, and we'll just see what happens if he surrounds himself with really smart, smart, good people talented, you know, informed and educated people, this could be a really wonderful thing for the for our world and, as you said, for our democracy. But I still think it's bananas. And talking about bananas, let's actually talk about this versatile fruit that was supposed to be the headline of our show today because... Yeah. Uh, I know that bananas have always been one of your very, very favorite fruits uh, because yes. of all the vitamins and minerals and all this. But, you know, lately we've been just reading a lot of things about other health benefits that can um, can just aid you in everything from moisturizing your feet, you know, to keeping your blood pressure under control. So. Let's uh, let's talk about it. What what yeah, are the things well, that we really um, need to you know, know
2: I adore bananas and I usually keep a banana in my purse. It's sort of my go-to <laughs> when I need that instant little food. And people
1: like And it is the funniest kind styled. of thing to keep in your purse. I mean, yeah, if anyone and, you know, said, what, "What is the oddest you know, you thing you that's need, in your you purse?" To, it's a banana.
2: You need to Trade it out every day. It isn't like a bag right, of right. or something you just leave in there because then it will go gross. But um, but one of the great reasons is I I love it for the potassium. I think it just has that. I feel healthy about eating it, and it has that slight sweetness to it. And a lot of people um, who are you know watching, I know with all the, the things now and sugars and the cat, well, there are natural sugars in it because it is a fruit. But what happens with sugar is it gives you that instant surge of energy, um, and it does by converting those natural sugars um, into, uh, as we know, glucose and just as our body needs it. So you'll get that instant kind of thing with bananas if you have that. So when I'm kind of feeling slumpy, instead of having a candy bar, that's why a lot of times people in the day, they reach for something sugary at night or when they're getting that slump and usually unhealthy things. So I feel like... Satisfied about that, and they feel healthy, and it gives me that quick little like, "I'm back." The interesting kind of on the flip side of it is, is that it def, um, it actually has the amino acids in it, the same as like chicken or turkey. Uh, uh, a pin I think it's called, um, that makes you kind of sleepy. So um, it's a good thing at nighttime to have a, like, you know, kind of a late-night snack or kind of winding down. um, It's something that's going to help also with aiding with digestion, but it will help release those natural chemicals in it that will kind of help you sleep better. Um, And as you know, too, something that can lead to not such well sleep is going to bed on a full stomach. So if you just need a little bit of banana, kind of get you going. Another thing, too, helps with um, your blood pressure. We've talked so much about blood pressure before. But potassium, potassium is that great little regulator. Potassium is important with your heart, and it keeps your blood pressure under control, and it improves um, the absorption of calcium and magnesium, which are especially important for women in bone growth. Um, but calcium magnesium and potassium all work together um, in regulating functions within your muscles and within your heart. So um, that can be sometimes if you feel muscle weakness or kind of dizziness, a lot of times that can be because you have a lack of potassium, uh, calcium, or magnesium. And so, as I know you experienced recently, uh, you woke up one morning with a charlie horse. Oh, my gosh. It was terrible. I was like, give me
1: a banana quickly.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, that's the sort of, you know, the old thing to always, you know, to have one of those, but it really is true, I and mean, there are other things that you can eat that are higher in potassium, but usually, you know, having a big bowl of leafy greens isn't exactly something you want at 7 a.m. in the morning. I, maybe if you do, that's great, and that's super healthy, but sometimes certain things don't always appeal, and with the heart being, your heart being under, excuse me, your blood pressure and your heart rate being under control, this also helps in regards to strokes. So again, high potassium is really good for your health, your um, heart health. Some other things beyond just going on internally are some external things, which I wasn't really aware of until just recently. Um, I feel like you told me you tried out some of these little uh, uh, recipes recently. I You're did. I used, I
1: used banana peels. I made a facial out of it. I've used it on my feet to soften them. I really love it. So go ahead and share some.
2: Yeah, well, I had not even heard of some of these things before, and I've, I'm totally down to try those little homemade remedies. I've done the things of putting avocado on my face, of putting mayonnaise and eggs in my hair. I mean, some things work. Some things get kind of messy. Some things kind of don't quite work. Um, and some things are awesome, and you think this is great. So I need to try some of these because I'm always eating bananas, and I know it has these other these uh, great health benefits by eating them. But on the outside, one thing about bananas is it's a natural moisturizer. Again, getting back to that vitamin A and all that potassium. So if you want to make a great little face mask, kind of give your face a nice little replenish, something really easy you could do is just take half of a mashed uh, ripe banana, then mix about one tablespoon of yogurt, uh, probably plain. It can be Greek or whatever you have, but stay away from um, the additional added uh, fruits or something because that could agitate your skin, additional sugars in that. And if there's anything that's crunchy, I don't know if I had granola in it, um, that could agitate and actually be abrasive to your skin. So just some plain yogurt, nothing in it, sort of using like a dilution. Um, and then one uh, teaspoon of vitamin E oil. And then mix that all together, rub it onto your face. If you don't leave it on for about 30 minutes, so watch TV, maybe do your nails or something, like give yourself a day, a little girl spa at home, and then wash it away. Um, another great thing you were just mentioning with your feet. Again, these uh, bananas are the natural moisturizer. So something you can do with your feet if you have those kind of rick uh, uh, you know scaly heels as myself does is again as mash I up do the too because I wear flip flops all the time. Yeah. Mash up the banana again, put it on the same um, ingredients again. Put it on for ten minutes on clean healed feet. And then you um, the banana pulp uh, will kind of dry and then let it just kind of dry on there and then you can just scrub it right off. Um, another thing too is for puffy eyes. Also, Puppy eyes sometimes can be a uh, related to a little too much fun the night before, aka drinking, and a quick little. There is no cure yet to the common hangover, but because of that rich potassium in bananas, they say potassium, or excuse me, bananas are a great hangover food. A lot of times people think, oh, or, and they you know say about having a big heavy oily meal, but you're going to feel kind of junky after. Eat a banana in the morning. You know, have that Gatorade, have your water, and eat a. Banana, too, that's going to start replenishing your body, sort of like if you're just eating a nice big Gatorade, uh, except in a new, more uh, nutritional form. But as I say, puffy eyes a lot of times can be coming from drinking. So if you want to help with that hangover on your face, you can apply a banana peel and, um, instead of mashed bata- uh, banana um, and make this just at the tip of uh, right underneath uh, your. You might need your eyes a little puffy area there. Apply it to your face. Maybe put a little cucumber on. Leave it on for about 15 to 20 minutes and then wash it off. And supposedly it's supposed to help uh, drain out the fluids. Another little quick remedy, I'd say, is take frozen spoons. I leave um, spoons in our freezer at home, and my husband always thinks that's so weird. Um, But once I told him what it was for and he saw, he's like, this is great. So you take the spoons and you just kind of put them um, on your top of your eyes or underneath uh, your eyes looking up. Leave it on for about 20, 30 seconds, up to a minute, um, because it gets really cold, but then the heat of your body will melt it off. But the, the, cool, the cooling um, of that onto your skin will help, again, alleviate and reduce the puffiness.
1: So, you know, I'll and that one, that particular one with spoons is something that we use in the entertainment industry a lot. I've been, you know, in a makeup chair before when somebody comes in with puffy eyes and they whip out these frozen spoons. And as you said, within just, a, you know, less than a minute, eyes are less puffy. So yeah. that's that one is really that one really does work and it doesn't hurt you in any way. So I love it. And I did do the bananas just um, just on my face the banana peels and I um, just just because not because I was puffy or anything just because I wanted to. But what I also want to tell people is after you're done with your banana peels, don't throw them away. Toss them into your rose garden or put them with your rhododendrons or, or your azaleas or anything. Plants love the potassium. So, you know, these, uh, they're, they're good for your garden. Don't think you're littering because you're not. You're actually doing uh, something good for your plants.
2: Just making natural compost.
1: Exactly.
2: Well, but speaking of natural compost and so many other natural, wonderful things we want you to check out, we want you to check out our website. So go to org as well as StarStyleRadio.com.
1: Well, that was great, Heather. Thank you for your comments uh, about our uh, political system and our new president, Trump, as well as all of these wonderful tips for bananas. So, when we come back from break, we will have much more for you. You're listening to Star Style Be the Star You Are. We're coming to you live on the Voice America Network. And this show is brought to you from Be the Star You Are Charity. I am Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Whitney. We'll be right back, don't go away.
3: Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are
4: the star. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment.
0: Now, back to the power party. This business of show business
1: Well, thank you for staying with us me. here on Star Style. Be the Star You Are for our party today. It is uh, the day after. The elections. We have a new president and we are sending all best wishes that he will be a good one. We hope he will be a good one. So um, a couple of things I would just wanted to add to what Heather was talking about with bananas because uh, they are such a wonderful, wonderful fruit is that a banana supposedly can help regulate anemia. Heartburn. They can prevent some allergies because of the presence of benign amino acids that combats allergy. It um, it can also enhance. Uh, Though so your weight gain, if you needed to gain some weight, and it can also help with weight loss because of the fibers. But, you know, you would have to consult your, dog, your doctor with that. One of the things I also like about it is it reduces inflammation due to mosquito bites. I get bit by mosquitoes all the time. And if you rub the inside of a banana on your bite, it will uh, stop itching. So, yeah, in other words, it's really good for the skin. It's good for anti-aging. as she said you know the foot care and the puffy eyes and also good for your hair so give it a shot and see what you um, see if you like it see if you think that it will it will work for you so now what I wanted we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about some brain stretches you know very very often it's kind of scary. You have a momentary memory lapse. It's common with people of all ages. But, you know, when you get to be like over 50 or even over 40, you hear a lot of people saying, oh, my gosh, I'm having that senior moment. And it's kind of a sack, you know, it's it's um, it's scary. I mean, I know sometimes for me, and I'm such a plant person, I can be in the garden and I'm trying to think, what is the name of that plant? And I know it begins with a P. Oh, yes, it's purslane, you know. And of course, stress can add to that. We're all multitasking so much that adds to the problem. A lack of sleep, but you know, there's not, that's not the whole story. There are lots of different ways that um, our brains are slowing down and we have memory lapses and we get a little fuzzier And that decline is real. But the interesting thing is, is it actually starts before the age of 30. So a 60-year-old brain takes information in two or three times slower than a 20-year-old brain. And as a result, what's stored in memory is two or three times less clear and less detailed. And by 80, you might be five to eight times slower. So it's really, really a big difference. But there is some good news, is that unlike, you know, you can't teach uh, an old dog new tricks, you can teach old brains new tricks and uh, your brain cells although they can shrivel up and die with age brain researchers know that even older brains can grow new stronger connections as long as they stay connected those uh, people who go through brain training programs are better able to focus and that's a plus because aging brains become much more distractible And growing evidence suggests that a lifetime spent using your brain in your day job, you know, like say you're an astrophysicist or you're a mom or after hours of, you know, uh, playing my favorite board game, which is Monopoly, um, or, you know, playing, playing the guitar or whatever it is. All of these things, doing crossword puzzles, learning new languages, these build extra brain connections. It's kind of a mental savings account called cognitive reserve, and it slows the symptoms of dementia. So if you want to really uh, get your brain moving... It's really important that you do exercises consistently. Brain training is like a physical workout. It's like the same thing. You got to cross train. You got to work different parts of your brain. You got to keep adding new challenges, and you have to um, you have to see. What it is that really enthralls you. You just can't be a couch potato and figure, okay, I am so, I'm not going to ever learn anything new. So by constantly challenging yourself, doing board games, drawing, you're taking a class, uh, Learning to sing, whatever it is, it's going to help your brain grow. And that's exactly what we want to do. So if you are having any problems, inability, summoning the names of a celebrity or even somebody that you see every week, I mean, it's very embarrassing, especially if you see that person walking to you and you're thinking, oh, my God, oh, my God, you know, and you start freaking out. Don't don't go immediately to the fact that you're, that it is a problem with your brain. Call them what you want. If you want to say it's a brain fuse, a freeze, you know, a little blip, um, but you don't want to say it's a senior moment (laughs) because those lapses they do get more alarming as we get older. But uh, there's not a need to panic. You know, these memory glitches crop up in our twenties, as I said. And as the years go by, you you might lose a little bit more of the gray matter, but it's actual norm, you know, it's normal. So occasional forgetfulness is ordinary and expected. And um, what to understand what's happening is useful to look at what happens when we do remember. So you have to think about how your brain works. It has to travel, that information has to travel really long distances in a very short time and first your eyes will communicate with your brain's visual processing center and then that information moves to the region of the brain that's responsible for recognizing faces and then from there it has to bounce around in the main memory processing center and it seeks out associations such as like do I know that person from my job is that the dad of my kid's friend you know I don't know about you but very often you I can always I always know the names of people When I see them in context, when I go to a particular store or I go to the post office or or reflexology or whatever it is, I know those people. But then one day you're at the bank and you see somebody walk in and you go, I know that person, I know that person, but they're not in their uniform or they're not in the context. Well, that's because your brain is trying to put it together with All right, I do know that face, but where is it from? So, you know, we have to get to the brain's language area, and that's located where the random abstract sounds that form a person's name. And that finally, that information needs to get to your mouth. And um, so sometimes, as you can tell, all these thoughts are, are scattered throughout your brain, and the connections have to take place within a millisecond. So in short, the wonder is not that we forget, but that we manage to remember anything at all. And that goes double for names, because they're really abstract constructions. It's not like somebody named Jones, unless they're from Jonestown, you know, that's not really, you can't really put that together. So a name by itself lacks meaning, and that helps explain why you can't come up with the name of somebody that you see walking towards you, again, maybe out of contacts. The same thing um, goes for anything, anything that you start to be forgetful. Partial information is available, and repeated attempts to re- repeat to retrieve a word can help, but sometimes you just got to be quiet. Like when I was telling you how I forgot the, uh, it's actually a vegetable or an herb, but it's really a weed that's called purslane. It's just filled with omega threes is that I actually had to get away from thinking about it for a moment. And then as soon as I let my brain, uh, you know, stop, then I was able to get the name so our brain's ability to set high-level goals has exceeded our abilities to enact them. So we have to really stop sometimes and come to terms with the fact that like our, you know, our knees that are hurting or our back that's aching or your inability to sleep, this is just another thing that happens to us as we grow older. But here are five steps that can help you remember. Now, I don't particularly like all of these steps, but I'm going to give them to you. I do like this one, prepare. Before you go to an event or a party or any place where there's going to be a big gathering, concentrate on the names of the people who might be there and imagine the name the people's faces and repeat it several times. For example, before my husband and I ever go to a big event or a big party, we always ask each other, "Okay, so and so is married to who? To whom?" And you know who do you think is going to be there? And so we kind of gather all the names, and then we kind of put together their backstory, so that we can, when we see them, we can graciously greet them. So I like preparing. The next one is called use an acronym, and that's take the first letter of a list and remember the acronym. And that is uh, the, for example, flour, lettuce, eggs, and butter. Now, I and then so you say FLEB, you know. I personally don't like using acronyms unless I can put it like with a poem, you know, like Columbus discovered, um, sailed the ocean blue in 1492. So that I like, but I'm not, I'm not a big fan of when the tip is to use an acronym. The third one is to take a hint. To help recall a name or a word, go through the alphabet in your head or focus on any sounds you can associate with the words. And those exercises actually trigger your memory. Now, taking using that one, I like that as a memory booster. I think that can work. The next one is to conjure up an image. And if you want to remember to call Tom or pay a bill or make a doctor's appointment, maybe create a mental image of, you know, tom at the doctor's office or writing a check or something conjuring an image can help for me i believe in making lists so as opposed to images i'm a list maker and when i make my lists, that really helps me remember all the things that i need and the final one which i truly believe in and i really really think that we have to all learn to do this one is just to relax when you have this easygoing attitude, it really can help. And it's harder to recall things when you're anxious or when you're really and truly trying to remember. So sometimes just stop, don't even think about it, and then all of a sudden it's just going to pop into your head because that the question that you're asking yourself is still in there in your subconscious. It's still trying to figure out the answer. So just give yourself a break. And if you think for any reason that your thoughts are leading to something that is maybe perhaps more serious, that you really are forgetting a lot, uh, then I really suggest that you go and you get medical advice. Anytime in question, get medical advice. And don't just go online and search it and then try to diagnose yourself. That does not do any good. It'll probably do more harm. So that's all I want to do about uh, to talk about with uh, with brain with brain memory. But I do want to talk about giving yourself the gift of year end giving, because we're getting to that time of the year when you're going to want to start making donations to charities, and we do hope that you're going to consider be the star you are. It is tax deductible. What um, we have found is that more than half of all donations to charity are actually made by people who are over 60. And that's not just because those people have more money. It's, a new study shows that older adults become more altruistic and less self-centered as they age and that the evidence shows up on MRI scans of their brains. Now, there was a study done um, at the University of Oregon in Eugene that enlisted 80 university employees ranging from 18 to 67. They scanned the volunteers' brains while they passively observed money going either to a charity or to themselves. And the scans showed different levels of activity in the areas of the brain related to reward. Among volunteers over 45, the brain's reward areas tended to become more active when they saw money go to a charity. So 45 and older, they wanted to donate to charities and nonprofits. But among the younger participants under 45, the brain's reward areas became more active when they received the money themselves. And, you know, it wasn't their money, so any pleasure they might derive from that scenario in which a charity received the money would be uh, truly and completely purely altruistic. So it's very interesting, though, that this altruism seems to get better as you age. But for all of you out there who are, younger than 45, I want you to consider making that donation to a charity because it is a feel-good thing, even if it's $5. And I truly understand when you're younger, you have so many things that you're trying to do. You know, you're paying the rent and buying your food. And of course, you want to have a lot of fun and you need to be saving for retirement. But By giving to charity, you really give to yourself as well because, first of all, you're getting a tax write-off, and uh, second of all, you get that wonderful feeling that I have done something for someone else. We, at the moment, at Be The Star You Are, we have been shipping boxes of brand new books to uh, South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, and Florida for Hurricane Matthew Victims. The the program is called Operation Hurricane Matthew Disaster Relief. And for 100 dollars we can ship 28 new books. For $50, we can ship 12 new books. And for $25, we can ship five new books. So please consider make it a donation, even if it's a dollar. Go to be the starur.org. That's be the starur.org. And if that's too long to remember, just do the initials. B T S Y A.org. Thank you for helping be the star you are. We really appreciate it. I'll be back and we're gonna talk about complaining, blaming, and complaining. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, coming to you live on the Voice America Network. We are the empowerment channel, and my name is Cynthia Bryan, and I will be with you again in just a bit. Be the
3: star. The star you are be the star
4: you are. change your world change your life voice america empowerment.com business bites here's cynthia bryan
1: Ross said, the best way to consistently grow and expand your business is to consistently grow and expand yourself. I take that as being passionate about your business. If you are not passionate, ask yourself, why not? People who are using their passion to run their businesses are happier. They're more fun-loving, they have less stress, and they're more excited about life. Do you know how to turn your passions into profits? Well, first of all, write down what you love to do in life. And don't worry if it seems crazy or impossible, just dream that dream. Write the plan, eliminate the naysayers in your life, because all you really need is one, honest, supportive cheerleader to cheer you on. But the most important steps are coming up, and that's go into action, get the skills you need, and then believe in yourself and all the possibilities. If you are having fun, others will too. And with enough patience, courage, and perseverance, the profits will come rolling in and you'll feel alive because you have discovered your passion. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. To grow your passions, visit CynthiaBryan.com and book a consultation. 925-377-STAR That's nine two five three seven 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 eight two seven.
3: Be the star you are The star you
0: Us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style Be the Star You Are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now back to the power party. This business of show business is calling
1: Thanks for staying out with me. me here on Star Style Be the Star You Are. My name is Cynthia Bryan and I am your personal growth success coach. Right here on the Airways with you every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Well, all of us have things go wrong in life. And the first thing that we do as humans is we start blaming and complaining. But that doesn't usually get you anywhere. And whether... The car that you just bought, you know, just goes clunker or you don't get a good room at a hotel or you get a bad seat at a restaurant. The best way to voice your disapproval isn't to gripe and grumble or rant and rave. Instead, it's a gentle science to make things right when you've been wrong. So first of all, we have to avoid that blame game. Now, there are situations that are worth griping about, but the person in front of you is probably not the person person that caused the problem in the first place. So it's you know it's really easy to say, ah, well, you don't care about me or customer relations, but that's going to put you in a defensive stand. Instead of getting caught in an us versus them mentality, we want to build alliances. You want to give your complaint some personal context. You want to start off always with something that's going to be positive and then stay human and stay truthful. Whenever possible, you wanna talk to an actual person. For example, if you didn't get the room you wanted at a hotel, Going to the front desk is going to work better than calling from the room and saying you don't like it. Speak with someone who has authority over your case. Don't get mad at the messenger or this uh, or the person delivering what's going on. You might always ask for a supervisor and then speak to them in a calm, non-judgmental way. People are often more forgiving and open to concessions than you would expect. You will have to get to the right person. Because that provides shortcuts through company uh, phone systems and those robots that are going to keep you on hold. So, again, in-person is always the best. Don't exaggerate. It really will hurt your credibility. So, you know, for example, if you're waiting on the phone man to install something and uh, he arrives an hour and an hour late, don't say that you waited all day for him or it was four hours late. You know, be truthful about what happened. Always have evidence. You want to get names and pictures and especially when you're dealing with big corporations, you have to be clear. So by calmly laying out the facts, you are telling the authorities that you know you, you care and that you're not looking out for me the way that I expected you to always have an end goal in mind and the question to keep in mind is what is it do you want focus on the resolution that you desire rather than the problem. Again, going back to that hotel room, if that you did, you want it to be changed? Did you want money back? Do you want a coupon for a future stay? Be clear on what you want. And what you could say is, uh, maybe you just want a free breakfast the next day, or maybe you want a limousine ride to the airport. But be reasonable. People find, uh, you know, something in their food, you know, and they immediately think that they just won the lottery. The point of a complaint is to make yourself whole again, you know, not to make yourself rich. So don't immediately think lawsuit when something goes wrong. Now, you don't want to engage in a battle. Always take the long view. Ask yourself... Is this issue going to matter to you in a year from now? Because time is really precious. And do you want to spend all your time fighting something because you thought that your phone guy came, you know, an hour late and destroyed your day? I mean, do you really want to spend the time that way? So sometimes the best approach is just to let things go because you're frustrated, you're angry, you feel betrayed, but it can ruin your day and it keeps you up at night. And what happens is, It's very unhealthy for you. So the advice that um, most psychotherapists will tell you is to ask for what you want 100% of the time and always with respect. You have the right to present your case in very strong terms as you can without putting anybody down and treat all people with kindness. And you may discover that you're going to have less to complain about. And the power of the written word, remember that the pen is powerful. its They always say it's more powerful than the sword. If you talk to somebody and you don't get a resolution, I really suggest that you escalate it by asking. You might call customer service, ask for names and addresses of the people that you can write to. If you get no response, call again. Ask for a supervisor's contact info. If you don't get that, you, I think it's best to write a letter. And before you go to Twitter and um, Yelp and all these other things, you know, you want to write to the company president. Give them an opportunity to respond. If they don't respond, then I think it's okay to go to social media. But I really don't like doing it until you've given a company Time to respond. I had an incident over the weekend on a flight that I was on um, that was really, really horrible. And I'm in the process of writing a letter to the president of the company without naming any names right now on the radio or writing anything on any of the social media sites, because I want to give them an opportunity to respond and to take care of the issue. So just learn how to complain with courtesy I think that is the best way complain with courtesy and uh, then when you reframe it you're going to find that more things will go your way than you had expected Well that's it folks that's our show for today I think we trumped it <laughs> I think we had a really good time in talking about bananas and and you know uh, brain boosters and complaining with courtesy. And I hope that you had a good time as well. Good luck to everyone with our new political system. Let's all be positive. Let's root for our new president. Let's help him and his team, uh, you know, be the stars that they can be. And make sure you're tuned in here to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, every week and every Wednesday, 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific On the Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel, where we will strive to encourage, inspire, inform, motivate, and hopefully entertain you. Learn more about us at StarStyleRadio.com. More about the nonprofit and to make a donation at org, And if you're interested in any of my coaching, to book me as a lecturer, speaker, whatever it is you need, writer, go to cynthiabryan.com. And until next week when we celebrate once again, remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep us happy. My name is Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you. Be the star you are. Until next Wednesday, 4 to 5 p.m., dream, create, inspire, make a difference. Thank you so much for being with me. Be
3: the star you are. The star you